Pickaxe. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to 2022. Welcome. That's right. Oh, it's yeah, here. it will be. Yeah. It will um, be it by will the time be. This, this goes out. It is just a scant two days until it will be the new year. Man, oh man, I can't believe it. it oh, I can't believe how quick time goes. It's insane. Uh, where does it, sounds it go? Sounds like the future. You know, oh, the future is here. Geez. It's amazing. Generally speaking, I'd say the only real way that I keep track of the progress of time is when we save the podcast after and we have to put the date on the file. And every single time, Sips goes, February 2nd, fuck me, oh, like every time. Man, it, yeah, I know, but it's just like, I can't believe how quickly time passes. Like, the, the older you, like when I was a kid, man, it felt like just every day was an eternity. And now it's just like, every day is over in, in a heartbeat. It's crazy. Do like, you think uh, if we had, like, as, as human beings, our memories are, are very limited in a way. Like, we can recall amazing things, but... I couldn't tell you really much of what happened over the last year. Although if I look back, actually quite, I did quite a lot this year. Um, yeah. Well, we're creatures of habit, right? Like yeah. you get, you get into routines and then those routines just become your, your norm. But much and of that time is just nothing. It's just nothing. Yes. Happening. Unless something big happens. Like for, for instance, like, you know, your wife has a baby or yeah. like, you know, like there's going to be big milestones peppered throughout the year, I guess. But for the most part, you're just doing know the same shit, right? Anymore, if anything real has happened to me, like my like, okay, I went to a hot pot this Christmas. Okay, nice. it's pretty right. weird. Yeah, um, I've never really done one before, but um, oh, basically hot pot's they amazing. had they had two um, gas burners on, on their like Christmas table, um, so it was like right. a Christmas meal. Yeah, yeah, and um, two big metal pots of boiling hot water, yeah, right. um, bubbling away. They had the the doors open, like the um the kitchen doors open to the outside, so cold air is blustering in, but it's so hot in there anyway because of these constantly boiling hot pots of water. Yeah, right. And they they throw in like everything, like tofu and some pak choy, some mushrooms. Uh, I bought some like fake chicken. We threw all that in, right. and you just basically we had two pots, one for vegans and one for meat eaters, right? And so their pot was a lot greasier. And looked a lot tastier. <laughs> oh, ours, ours was mostly like a slow, a really slow cooking piece of radish. You know, Wait, so like they just threw there. meat into into boiling water. Into like, boiling water. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, bacon and but stuff. meat that wasn't hot dogs, because like uh, for me, it's only hot dogs <laughs> that get boiled. Like, uh... so they they bring it's very very thinly sliced. Oh. So you you basically the the whole point is it's not just boiling water. It's got all. Like is it like an Asian thing? And, is it like yeah, yeah. a Korean yeah. barbecue kind, kind yeah, of deal put, where it's like... you put like some stuff in there if you oh. want. Um, but like it's all like very flavoured. Like sometimes they'll they'll have a big pot and it's divided down the middle with a metal divider and one side is very spicy and the other side is more just savoury. Right. Yeah. There's also, you, you add all flavours and stuff and you put the meat and the veg in and the meat, you don't have to put it in there for very long and then you pull it out and you eat it and it's very hot and if you have the spicy one, very spicy and yes. delicious. So, some of it will be done like instantly. Like you put it yeah. in and it instantly melts and you pull it out straight away again. Right. So they got like these very thin sheets of like tofu and things like that that they, they are rolled up and same with like bacon and stuff. And so, but you can put like like more thicker things in there and they'll slowly cook like a big piece of mushroom in there and that will cook over like a couple of minutes and then you can just grab it. Uh, but it's a very communal thing, very oh, social. It's so good. Anyway, 
it was obviously boiling hot, but also cold. Um, and so I think I'd taken my jacket off and I don't remember, I don't remember this or whether this was, I don't remember this actually happening, but I think this was a dream. This is what I'm saying about memory. I had like a really cheap, thin t-shirt on, right? Mm, right. <laughs> and you could see my, the outline of my nipples. <laughs> well, like very okay. weirdly prominently, right? Keep, keep talking. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost there. And I seem to remember someone commenting on it at the dinner table when we talked about it or had a laugh or something like that. But I can't really remember it happening. And and so this morning when I woke up, I asked my partner, did that happen or did I dream that? And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that happened. So I was like, okay, good. But sometimes I wasn't sure whether it had gotten corrupted up in like a sort of a weird Mm. nightmare memory remembrance of the thing, the event. Um, and that was only something that happened like a week ago. So that's how I feel about memory. I'm not sure. I'm not. I, th- I think you have to check with other people who were there, and their even their memory is going to be all hazy. It's all yeah. messed up. It is Man, messed up. I- yeah. Hey, listen to this, okay? I had a dream the other night. What does this mean? Uh, I know you guys like to None analyze dreams anything. and None stuff. None of them mean anything. Okay, tell me what this one means because this one was it was this was an alarming one. Okay. So I was inspecting a house for some reason, and it was just kind of this old dingy house that had a basement. And uh, so I looked around the house and it was all kind of pokey and old. And it, it, it looked like one of those houses that like an old couple had died in, you know, of old age sort of thing. It just hadn't mm. been touched for decades and had like all the old electrics. And it was just a bit just a bit grubby, you know. So right. I went down the basement and the basement was really stuffy, like really gross and hard to like breathe in and stuff. And uh, in my dream, I got down there, had a quick look around and I was just like, yeah, OK, whatever. Like, I don't need to look at more of this. It's kind of gross down here. Like I, I got to get out of here. I walked back upstairs and then you get up the stairs of the basement and there's like a bit of a landing and like a hallway that leads back out into like another hallway. But when I got up to the landing, I couldn't fit through the hallway. Like I, I had to like go on my side to like shimmy through. Oh, I hate those dreams. But it was way too narrow and I just could not get through. Oh. And I was like, oh, fuck. What the? Like, I can't. I'm not going to fit you're, through you're, this. You're saying you're too big and you're trying to fit into a <laughs> no, small I didn't. Hole. No, nothing like that happened, though. Like, it wasn't like I didn't become big. It wasn't like Alice you're in Wonderland oversized. or something like that. You know, it was mm. just... So I think maybe subconsciously, and I don't like I said I, I hate to read into dreams, but this feels like is there anything currently that has frustrated you in the last few months? I would say just Dota. It's, it's to do to do with how big you are. Oh no, not not nothing no, like that. They're never that no. literal. I think it's always just a you, there's something is frustrating you or has frustrated you, and you're yeah. you're still processing it. So I mean, just some Dota, but like I I wouldn't have thought that that would manifest into a dream like that. I don't, I don't think it's it, it might not be Dota. It might be something like do you remember when you had your problem with the uh, the garage? Was oh, funny. Yeah. Oh, that maybe, lingering yeah. frustration in the back oh, of your mind. Yeah. You've I don't repressed know. All that it stuff's kind of sorted out now, though. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it could be, but like, it was. It was just such a. I remember just feeling like not Trapped. even. I wasn't panicking. I was just like, oh crap! I'm like going to be stuck in here now. And then I just woke <laughs> up. You know, because I didn't want to go back in that basement because right, right. it was just. It's gross. a very. It's a very dad sort of situation. Just giving right. up. Just going. Oh well. Guess oh, I, live I guess I'm. Fudge. I guess I'm gonna work from I here now. I'm, yes, this is me now. Just like <laughs> crouched like a kind <laughs> of goblin in a very small hallway. 
So yeah, I, I'm, no. just, I'm just uh, I'm just looking back at my my Google Calendar for the year, and there's a I, I thought I'd done a decent amount this year, but January I did nothing. I did a Magic the Gathering stream and nothing. Well, that was the Capital Riots in January, so you know right. that was taking up a lot of your brain power. Okay. Yeah, I remember that was I, big I, big event, of big the year time. I remember Flax was just like hitting the books hard. <laughs> he was reading <laughs> up to date. He had all the he had like twenty screens on in his room with all the different news outlets reporting. Yeah, that's and stuff. me. He was Fe he February. Was really I, I had my. Do you remember at the start of the year I talked about the the ablation, the procedure with the heart thing, the very yes, uh, that was oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was February, but that was it. March. I don't. I don't know what happened in February. I can't. March. Say, apparently, I, can't I did. Uh, any we events. did that remote play thing. Sips, you did that. Oh yeah, with uh, with Slacks, right? Yeah. And Lewis was in that too, wasn't he? Yeah, Lewis, yeah. I think he was actually. Yeah, I Lewis think, he yeah, did that too. Yeah. That was where the Ever Given got stuck in right. the Suez Canal. A big event. That was my that March. That was hilarious. Oh, I mean, like, world news, like, stuff happens around the world. That was but, the like... funniest bit of world news that I've seen <laughs> yeah. in forever. Yeah. God, that really was one of the highlights of my year, actually, oh, man. That, that, that boat game stuff. Well, that was the whole month for me. I just did, I, did I, I had my birthday, I did a couple of streams, for, I did remote play, and I did um, a charity stream, and that's it. April went... Did nothing. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh no! I think we went away for a weekend. Yeah. Didn't you go? You went uh, to Spain this year too, didn't you? Yeah. That With was the volcano that was, and stuff. That was quite recently. Yeah. May. Just looking at May. Well, it's still this year. It still counts. Like the year's not done did yet. Did nothing in May. I don't think anything interesting happened in April either. In June. The world. Did um, nothing in June. Um, Absolutely yeah. nothing. Eurovision Songfest happened in May. That was oh, interesting. Okay. Come on. <laughs> July. Oh, I went down to Bournemouth one day in July. You got, I went you got down. vaxxed, I guess. When did you get vaxxed? In July, like June, June, June or something? Yeah, oh, no. June or well, July. Yeah. probably earlier, right? Because you actually had COVID early on too, didn't I you? I did, but, uh, but that was I, 2020, I got right? mine after. No, that was this year, wasn't it? COVID yeah. jab, 15th July. There you go. So that's when I no, had No, no, no. You, you got your... You oh, got, I had you it. Actually got yeah, I had yeah. it in December last, so a year ago. Yeah. Uh, I actually had my booster on the 23rd, I think, and... I felt we we spoke about it, Lewis. I yeah, had, we spoke about it on twenty third. I literally had nothing for exactly twelve hours. Like had the jab at nine thirty. I was literally fine. Bang on nine thirty p.m. Almost exactly twelve hours later, hit me like a truck. I spent the whole next yeah. day feeling shitty. I had a really bad night's sleep that that night. Me too. But I've been talking about other other people, and other people have had no yeah. impact from their booster at all. My uh, my so. eldest had her booster because uh, they gave it to twelve year olds. She had it, and she was like. Uh. Uh, I feel a little bit bad, but I'm fine. I felt a bit shitty, and then for about a week after, I couldn't smell or taste anything. I was a bit bunged up. Wow! And I thought maybe I had COVID, but I tested myself every day, and I and I ne it never came back positive. So, and now I feel fine. So I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if it was relating to the booster or if it was just general, because there's just been a ton of sickness going around generally yeah. from schools and stuff. You know? Did, did I come? Did I did I come down to see you guys in July? I've got, Probably. I've we got, did we did the bow action video. Oh, remember? so that would have been mid July. I've got Bristol on my calendar for like five days. I guess I came down. We need to keep better diaries of our year. Maybe we should. Maybe that should yeah. be like. But you uh, know what? My whole year, my year is an easy one because it felt like half of the year was uh, waiting for the baby to be born, and then the baby was born mid July, and the rest of the year has just been dealing with born yeah. baby. God, that has That's been it. your year. That's been the year. Yeah. Oh, I had my so my twentieth wedding anniversary. We had that. Oh wow! And then we oh, and then we had one, yeah. um we had a party 
a few days after that, we had uh, we we renewed our vows. Nice. Uh, where we got a bunch of the people that were at the original wedding and a bunch of our you know friends and stuff that we've made yeah, since, yeah. and we had a big party. That was that was really a lovely day. Um, a lovely day. It really was. That's really wholesome. I did go to Romania. That was true. Oh yeah, that's right. You went to TI. Yeah, you've yeah. done quite a bit, Flex. I actually have. You've I done way have. more than I have. Like <laughs> like I said, it was really just waiting for baby, baby, and then after baby. That's it yeah. for me. I didn't really do. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything. Well, you did do something. You made a person. That's pretty true. Yeah, that's enough, I guess, for a year. Well, his wife did the majority of the making. Sip sort of bought some of the materials. <laughs> she needed my maple syrup though for it to happen. So yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's as important as the pancake but you know oh, yeah, i mean she baked it for nine months and you just you know provided the the yeast yeah. jesus <laughs> well somebody's got a somebody's way, got to, a way to make it unwholesome yeah <laughs> well, I, uh, well there's nothing really that wholesome about you know getting a sprog going um, know, by the way thank you for the lovely um christmas uh, family stuff sips Sip sent me like a little photo of well, Babby and I mean, again, Christmas Babby. I didn't actually very, send it, but uh, very cute. You know, my, oh well, uh, thank you, thank your kids for sorting out. I will, I will, I will thank them. <laughs> yeah. They they spearheaded the whole operation. <laughs> and thank you likewise for the gifts and stuff. You you provided the paper, yes, um, and all the work and mailing and everything else. Yes, was done. I was the chief financial officer of the whole uh, the, the whole, whole project. Thing. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, that's it. No, yeah. I I remember there was a time when I was like was it last week I spoke to you and you just said I'm. I'm going out every day to buy something for baby or family. It's just like every day. Oh, every, yeah, it was insane. Something. Yeah, I, like it's been nice. Like with Christmas, like thank Christ it's over. But at the same time, it's kind of nice because when Christmas hits, everything's closed. You can't go to town to get anything else, right? And then yeah, the couple so of days after, you just have after, to wrap the baby up in tea towels. Yeah, or whatever we've and, run then, out of. and then a couple of days after, everybody's just so uh, burnt out that. Uh, nobody wants to do anything. So it's been actually kind of nice, you know, like a recovery. Because the lead up to Christmas is just a, it, it, it's like a zoo, right? Like every time you go to town too, fuck me. I don't know what people are doing. Like there's so many people rushing around trying to get stuff and everything. And you just think, oh my God, it's just not worth it. I, it, it amazes me. Like if you think about, especially given the amount of online shopping that people do yeah. these days, I, I don't, I still don't understand how every year there are that many people for whom shopping on the last day possible to buy things is still their go-to shopping day. Like, surely once is enough. Like Have some chill about it as well. Like, I mean, if you're in that situation, I mean, clearly you've got better things to do if you've left it to the last minute. But if you're in the situation where you've left it to all to the last minute, don't have a meltdown in public. You know, like it's nobody else's fault or problem that you've decided to to do this at this time. Right. So, like, I feel like at least they could just be reasonable about it. But so many of these people are like honking at you because you're taking too long to park or, and stuff like that. And you just think, come on, like, what, what are you doing? Like, how has your life become gotten to this point where you're 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 actually behaving like a, like you're having like a tantrum, like a child in public because your your timekeeping is bad you know what i mean mm, like it's just yeah. <laughs> it's crazy I, I don't understand how people become like that or or start like that or or whatever you know what i mean like i think it's a vicious cycle right like i'm the same like my timekeeping 
gets worse if I'm more depressed, and then like it gets, and then that causes me to get even more behind every every time. Yeah. You know, like if I just actually sat down and did my taxes, I wouldn't worry about doing my taxes every day. Do, do you know what oh, I mean? Like, I just shit. I haven't done my fucking taxes. Oh. Well, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Uh, it's yeah. Frustrating. Sorry to remind you. Well, what um, I like to do is when I get stressed to the gills like that, I like to leave my house and go out and make it everybody else's problem uh, by acting like an <laughs> asshole. Uh, like, I right. find that that's the best therapy. You drive into town, you beep at people. Yes, yeah, I make it everybody yeah. else's problem. Uh, I guess it's like a deflection or something. Maybe it's a cycle. Maybe you eventually become that asshole in the parking lot. You know? Maybe. Like, at one point in your life, you are the guy being beeped at, and then at another point in your life, you're, you're the beep. You know, you're, you're the, the beeper the beep. and no longer the BP. Yeah, God. exactly. And one, yeah, I think that that maybe is the best best way to think about. Yeah. You know, we're all, we're all just part of this same planet, you know? Yeah, That's sure. Part of a shared organism. Yeah. Uh, like hairs yeah. on the top of a head, a big head floating in space. Man. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, I want <laughs> I want to share with you that I just watched the end of season two of Succession, and man, what a show. Holy. Oh, wait, dude, season oh. three is even better. Okay, well, I mean, season <coughs> two was insane. Like, the, Yeah, season two is fantastic. Every episode was some sort of social gathering or something, but it was so good. Like, the like it really fleshed out how insane everybody is and stuff. Yeah. Man, Connor is hilarious, eh? Fuck, he's, he's so he's so fucking stupid. He's like, he's so just, fucking you just insane. Just want to smack him. Yeah, but it, it, he's so sort of uh, uh, well written in the sense that, like, you just know that there's people out there exactly like him. A hundred percent. Like, it's but honestly, insane. honestly, season three, I, I I loved season one and two. Season three was next level. Like it's there is a there are a couple of episodes that are just mind-bogglingly good. Oh, great. so yeah, it's it's a really good show. I, ju- yeah. I just need to do something. I will be one second. Carry on. Carry on. Oh, okay. Go for it. Well, anyway, Lewis, if you haven't watched it yet, I would suggest it. It's a good one. I've got it. I've got it. Um, ready to go. Queued up. It's all uh, ready. In, in, yeah, it's it's definitely on my. Uh, it's the next thing. Hey, have you ever watch. watched the Italian crime thriller Gomorra? The TV series, because the fifth and final season just came out. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm a big fan. I can't wait to watch it. I haven't. I haven't. I, I t- tell you what I did watch. I watched Don't Look Up. Oh, oh I, yeah. I heard yeah. that that's meant to be pretty good. It's got DiCaprio in it, right? It's not bad. It, it's enjoyably goofy, but uh, it's kind of depressing as well when you think about it. It's weird. Didn't you think, it's, Lewis? It's, it's a lot like Idiocracy. Do you remember that movie? What's the whole, um, what's the premise of the thing? It's like the end of the world, but like nobody even cares or something? Yeah. So DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. This is just, we're not going to spoiler it for anybody that hasn't watched it, okay? J-Law. DiCaprio and, and J-Law uh, discover that there is a comet and they quickly do the maths and it's headed straight for Earth. But and they're the only is, people who realize that this is the thing? This, no, this they happened? discover it first. And All right. they, they go out there and they, they tell the, the people that they think should be told, you know, the, the department of whatever, you know, the, the guy who's in charge of this kind of thing. Yeah. And they take it to the president and they're given this meeting with the president and they're left waiting for the whole day. And they're like, oh, well, sorry, the president's got a crisis. With, you know, they've got to choose this Supreme Court nominee or whatever. And they're like, no, th- this is going to be here in six months. Like, this is important. And they're like, yeah, don't worry. They have to come back the next day. And there's just like no urgency. And they're like deciding whether to time yeah, cause, when cause they release she's, it. There's some other president. It's basically the president is is a kind of Donald Trumpian kind of laissez-faire. 
well, is this going to help my ratings or yeah. not kind of thing. But that's Meryl um, Streep. She's really good yeah, as the president. She's really, does it really well kind of as a, as a ignorant kind of, <laughs> just kind of, I don't know, like a modern day what you a modern day president, right? Yeah. Like it used to be presidential, used to be this kind of accolade. Yeah. And now it's kind of this sleepy, political, <laughs> kind of like weird. It's sort weird. Of role it's changed a lot, right? The, the decisions are not for the good of humanity; they're for the good of the rich or the the kind or of the, getting reelected. Yeah. yeah, or themselves, right? It's very bizarre. I feel like attitudes towards the president have changed a lot too because in the 80s it was very much all like, Mr. President, get down! But like nowadays, I don't think anybody would say, Mr. President, get down. I don't think anybody gives a shit, right? I'd be like, <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, Joe, I, I gotta go. See you later. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think anyone's getting down for the president anymore or, or helping them get down. I thought it was brilliant. You know, there's this great bit in it where they do a poll and like like twenty five percent of people don't even believe there's a comet coming. You know that's <laughs> right. that's the kind of attitude yeah, towards yeah. this comet, right? And the, the 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 reason it's called "Don't Look Up" is they have this slogan, you know, saying uh, these these people are lying to you. There's no comet coming, all this kind of stuff. And then there's like a, there's a sort of Elon Musk sort of character. Sort of he's kind of like um, the, he's he's in charge of this huge like Apple kind of this weird crossover between Tesla and Apple. This super rich company has got all these weird high tech plans, and it's it, it is interesting. It's it is very silly. I would say there are the the one issue I have is that this is obviously quite a serious take, quite an obvious take, you know, on how people are ignoring things. You could just replace the word comet with the word COVID. Yeah, it would be very topical and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's quite frustrating, and it's also you, you think, wow, this this probably is kind of how. It might be, um, and it's also a lot of stuff about climate change you feel is in there and stuff. Yeah. So it's made from a very liberal point of view, which is this is the truth and you guys just aren't listening. And since I am on that side, I certainly feel that their frustration, but at times it's played for laughs and at other times it's quite serious. And I think it kind of veers between those two tones a bit too much at times. Right. But uh, it, it is good. It, it, is it is a bit, um, a, lot, a lot of people say it's a bit too smug, but actually, fucking, I, I thought it was hilarious and I loved it. It so, was very, yeah. it, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. It's definitely worth a watch for sure. I'm going to watch that. Yeah, so so don't look up. Recommend, recommend I will it. watch it. Um, I, I also, if you want a complete change of pace from Don't Look Up, I finished watching The Terror, oh. which is a 10-part series on iPlayer. It's made by AMC. It's got Jared Harris in... Uh, who was uh, he was the the scientist in Chernobyl, if you remember, who oh, yeah, gave, yeah. The, gave the presentation. He's uh, also Harry Qu Seldon in Foundation. Oh, is the Terror the uh, is that the one about the ship? Yeah, the, the, the yes. two ships, the Terror and the Erebus. Right, and they set out in the sort of around eighteen fifty. I watched I watched this earlier in the year. It's really good. Oh, right. You and, you recognize a lot of the people, but yeah. yeah, it's very Northwest Passage. It's very it's grim. Um, Mrs. Right. F found it grim. found it too grim and bleak. Too grim. Did she? Right. Yeah, I she love. That. I, I, I thought I that was really good. I said the grimmer and bleaker the better. And I love that setting. That era of sort of, you know, just the late era age of sale when they've almost got technology. I was talking about it on stream the other night about how when it comes to medicine, they were so close to actually getting things right, but they still were like, well, this tonic will relieve dropsy of the knee. You're like dropsy of <laughs> yeah. the knee, you know, yeah. and they, yeah, yeah, yeah. lots of tonics and stuff like that because it's like that pre-Victorian era. Herbs, yeah, yeah, and it, so they, they were they were starting to do things like anatomy and science. In a, the, the scientific method was really starting to kick in, 
but they still had these weird hangovers from the 18th century where they were like, this curative will solve your problems. Yes. And of course it just doesn't. So, and they didn't Four really understand. Four drops of morphine eight times a day. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what Apply you need. laudanum to the infected toenail. <laughs> this will drive out the uh, evil humors. You know, it was, it was <laughs> the evil humors. Yeah. The palsy. Yeah. It was always but they didn't, palsy. they didn't quite understand uh, scurvy. So as I understand it, obviously scurvy, vitamin C, um, and they, I mean, in fact, being stuck in the Arctic Circle for as long as they were, vitamin D would probably also have been a big problem. But I guess that might be easier to come by because you can eat oily fish. I think can give you vitamin D anyway. Well, what was the th- what was the theory? I think the theory was that they that a lot of the theories to be passed around about what killed the the Franklin expedition on the Northwest Passage. And obviously, this is a fictionalized account of terror, so it's all very um, supernatural. But right. but the the, the actual, there was a lot. Of, I think we t- mentioned this before that. But they had a water, a fresh water production thing in the ship because the ship was one of the first uh, steam-powered kind of turbine-driven right. ships, right? Right. And it had, as part of that, it had a thing that generated fresh water, but apparently it put a lot of lead in it. It was also a chat that a lot of the food was done in tinned and it was like the cheapest bidder and that was all poisoned. Yeah, it was well, all the lead soldering, bad. if you like, on the... Uh, the lead soldering on the, on the tin. But the had, other had, thing had, had that bad. possibly was thought to have maybe killed them was... Um, when they when when they kill, I think when they kill seals and eat the liver, it's like massive amounts of vitamin A or something like this. I can't bloody can't remember at all. But one of like eating seal meat, if you're not careful, mm. can just kill you. Right. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So seal livers and stuff apparently is the one silent of killer. That, yeah, like this load. So if you're stuck in the uh, frozen north eating only seals, yeah, just avoid the liver. I think is the answer. But right. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe that's the tastiest bit. Of yeah. The seal. Maybe. You know, maybe you're missing out on yeah. some delicious seal liver. When there. I'm when I'm getting ready to chow down, I'm looking forward to the liver most of Do all. Do your own research. That sounds pretty grim. I mean, it sounds interesting though. I'll probably check it out. I watched. Um, the movies that made us on Aliens, which was kind of interesting. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a really good one. I liked that. That was a good one. Yeah. With the, 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 the guy that was originally going to be Hicks. Yes. I can't remember. Yeah, He's gone just, on to have a decent career, but it yeah, was just, just like... Yeah, just decided to do some heroin while they yeah, were, that was were not, filming not, and got caught doing it as well. I thought my, my favorite part was the differences between the American and the English crews. Yes. Was that the Americans... Pinewood, yeah. Like, the way they did things was very different. Obviously, for the Brits, tea breaks are... Factored into any production. Yeah. Um, so the bit where they, James Cameron being a very precise director, uh, he, he didn't, he came across uh, as kind of an asshole, but at the same time, sometimes you were like, I understand where he's coming from. And the film does look amazing. Yeah. Like his films, his films age really well, apart from Avatar, I think, because he gets everything sort of just so. Um, but obviously, in a creative industry, you know, people kind of get ticked off. But they sure. had this scene with all this smoke that he wanted just so, and he got it just so, and then the doors open to the studio, and in comes the tea lady. Anybody want a cup of tea? Yeah, and all and the smoke started the, the smoke seeping out. out. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that's it took them funny. all day to smoke up the room, because yeah. it was this huge set, huge room. And uh, yeah, she opened the door, and all the smoke went out. And he already was like very annoyed with the with the tea yeah. break, the regular tea breaks and stuff, because he'd sort of come from this uh, working environment where it was just like, all right, everybody, hands on. You know, we're gonna work seven days a week, twenty four hours a day to get this done, uh, no breaks and stuff. So he was like, I don't know, 
it like it, it driven i guess and maybe a bit insane but i mean i guess he got the job done too like it, he he made some pretty iconic movies it's like, a great movie time, yeah, yeah. It is james cameron's movie. avatar 2 is only a year away oh my December god 2022 I'm so oh, man i'm gonna be kicking my legs in my bed every night before i go to sleep i'm so excited does anybody actually give a shit no i don't like, think is so, there no. an avatar fan base out there i guess there must there, be there I is there for is. everything yeah i think there is but i, I really i i've yet to meet anyone who talks about things they're looking forward to and avatar 2 is one of the things i, I, I honestly... know it's just it's kind of one of those things that's ticking over in the background i need to see I mean, dune still uh, like i heard it's really good it is very good i just yeah. haven't i haven't gotten around there's gonna to be three it. avatar three new avatar movies is it, there's meant to be a, a bunch for. of dune movies as well right there's gonna be like well, I've got to finish the bloody rest of the Yeah, because then they do like a third of the book or something. Isn't there like 20 books, though? There's like Yeah, two, there's but like... They, they won't go into those. No, the other rest of the books are pants, really. Right. Well, they're okay, but it's just more more guppins in the same universe. As I understand it, Paul Paul turns into a sandworm in one of the books. So. I finished watching uh, <laughs> uh, season two of The Witcher as well. <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah, oh, The Witcher. Every episode of The Witcher, I was, I was like, at the end of it, I was like, this is written so badly. It felt like Game of Thrones where people just teleport around yeah. the world randomly. People are all over the fucking place. Uh, no one's clear about who's working for who. There are all loads yeah, of little yeah, minor yeah, yeah. factions that don't even matter. Yeah. No one really fights. He kills like one or two bad guys per episode, but they're not, it's not even clear that they're bad guys. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's kind of very um it's all right it's, i like i, I, I don't again like i don't have any investment in it you know it's just like whatever like i just yeah i, I don't even know what uh i love watching Geralt and siri go around and they're great but everyone else can fuck themselves yeah, yeah. it's it was just fine you know it was all right i like it wasn't it it's it wasn't like life-changing but it's it doesn't like the need same to be as the either. same as the first season yeah pretty much know? yeah it was just all right it's just just more of all right yeah yeah Oh, that was fine. Yeah, it was okay. But yeah, I love the terror, P-Flex. Um, second season of it is set in a Japanese internment camp, so it's another. It's one of these anthology ideas. Whoa, 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 Two years ago. Are you serious? There's another series. Oh man. Yeah, but it's not. It's not in. It's not. Again, no, it's, obviously, it's, it's will be a different oh, I show. I love when that happens. You know, when you're just like you. You don't realize that there's more of something that you liked, and you find out, and you're just like, oh shit, yeah, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing later. Just uh, binging like crazy. Like I remember that happened one one time with um, Hip Hop Evolution, the uh, the documentary <laughs> series. <laughs> I was just browsing through Netflix and it was like new okay. season. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched like the whole thing in one go. Oh, this I had no idea. That's exciting. Yeah. I, I also watched, uh, I was in the mood. I, I don't know why I love the idea of, uh, of especially like, Men trapped on a ship undergoing some terrible event. It's a good setting. It's a good it setting is. for a story, though, isn't it? It like, is. It so makes... I watched Crimson Tide. Oh, because that yeah, was, yeah. I thought, I, I love Submarine What about stuff. Das Boot? You should watch Das Boot next. I've seen Das Boot many times. There's a, have... there's a TV series as well on Sky Atlantic, I think. It's like, I, I'm not sure if it's HBO or, or something, but there's a Das Boot um, 
TV series, like a yeah, yeah, like a long, I mean, they, long running one. They, it's meant to be quite they good. They serialized, they serialized the the original movie a what ages ago? Uh, they turned it into a TV show. I'm not sure if German viewers may be able to correct me, but as I understand it, Das Boot that we saw as the film Das Boot was originally a TV series in Germany and was longer. Oh, right. Might be wrong about know. that. I'm not sure. Or it, they they took the movie and cut it into bits for British television. I can't remember which because it is quite long. But I know there's something someone will, someone will know. Um, anyway, I, I can't remember, but let me know. Uh, but basically, da Das Boot for anyone who doesn't know is about a German U-boat captain Jurgen Prochnow, I think, yeah. and his crew and their mission to go out and uh, you know fight in the Atlantic as as the wolf pack sort of thing. Yeah, and it's great. It's a really good submarine uh, movie, and it's a lot a lot of the staples of submarine. Sort of World War Two stuff, I think, were came from. Man, I would be shitting my pants working Can you on a submarine. It? Like, no, I'm claustrophobic I can't. as it is, oh. but being underwater and they're like, "We are passing 150 meters, Captain." The shit, the hull is going clonk, clonk, yeah, clonk, clonk. It, it, I, I don't know how they do I it. I think the weirdest thing, like, I think about that, and then I think about you know space travel or being in a spaceship or even being in an airplane but the difference is that when you look out the window of into space or or out of an airplane you can actually see stuff you know like you have yeah. some concept of where you are but when like underwater there, there's no windows and even if there was windows you wouldn't be able to see shit anyway right it just is just the extra layer of uh of you know sheer terror that I, I, I don't need and I don't so want. So he, here's, an, here's an additional layer for you. I watched, uh, there's a there's a guy, uh, I think it's Smarter Every Day is the YouTube channel. He does he does videos about science and uh, sort of ex experiments that he's is come his up name, with. Is I his think, name Derek Smarter? I don't know. Because if his last name was Smarter, that would be so fucking good, right? Smarter that Every Day, be. no? That would be. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, sadly, I don't think He comes is. across as a very nice guy. Gary yeah. Smarter. A little a little too nice. A little too sort of over the top. Yeah, I'm suspicious. Yeah. 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 But anyway, he, he goes on a nuclear submarine uh, in America. Oh, sorry, an American nuclear submarine at the North Pole. Um, what they do with this is that he the, this submarine is practicing being underwater at the North Pole because it's quite a good location to be for a submarine. Yeah, in the event it of, just sounds know, like he's stuff. just one-upping himself constantly. Like <laughs> he's, he's on a nuclear submarine in the North Pole on Christmas. <laughs> in the <laughs> like, it's just like what what else can this guy do at the same time? He's, yeah, he's, he, 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 I don't know how he got the clearance, but he did. I think that he, I think he's got a lot of fans. Um, right. and I think some of them worked for the Navy, and he this science experiment sort of thing that they're doing up there not independent of the navy looking at the movement of ice and how the sub can break up through the ice because it just crashes up through the ice and then they chip away at it open the hatch and they're like yay um anyway they have on these big submarines a piece of string that runs the length of the sub and it starts off quite slack uh sorry quite taut and as the submarine shrinks under the pressure of the water the rope gets slacker and slacker. Um, that's sort of a little measure that they've got for how how much the hull has crushed. Slackness. And every, everything in the ship, if you imagine if you had an office, you wouldn't have cupboards like right next to each other. There has to be some gaps because as the submarine literally shrinks under the pressure of that water, everything gets a little closer together and the, everything has to be on these sort of movable bays so that there's room for them to be crushed as the ship literally shrinks which I thought was just incredible. I, I had not anticipated that the ship would shrink that much. But while they're underwater, you can see that the rope, the, the string goes from very, very loose to very taut as the as the ship sort of shrinks. I thought that, oh, sorry, very tight to very, very, very untaut. Right. Because the ship has shrunk 
that much. Yeah, it was incredible. That sounds pretty cool, actually. The engineering on these things is nuts. Like, it reminds me of these... Um, I watched, like, there's this channel on YouTube called the B1M, which I think is just one guy making, like, really well-produced engineering and, like, like kind of architecture videos. And he made this video the other day about these uh, billionaires row in, um, in, in New York, where it's, like, all of these incredibly fancy developments, right? And yeah. what they do is they... They have to buy a bit of land, which is obviously really expensive and really small. It's always but then in you like have to... Manhattan as well, right? So... Yeah, yeah. And then you have to buy the air rights to the land adjacent, right? So you have to buy, basically, if you buy a block, you then have to buy the nine blocks, uh, the eight blocks around it in like a grid um, and get the air rights for those. And if you can secure those, then you can build your skyscraper, right? Because the the point is that it's not just the air rights for the land that you have got. You have to make sure that if they wanted to build on their square, it wouldn't obscure yours, right? So you need to secure like the views and stuff. Anyway, they built these things and there's all these stupid rules. So for example, um, if it's a mechanic, you're only allowed to build so high, but mechanical floors don't count. And also, well, what's like, a mechanical floor? So obviously, a mechanical floor is one like if there's there's one called four three two Park Avenue, which twenty five percent of the floors are mechanical floors where they're basically just empty, um, and they allow the wind to blow through to stop it. Oh right, over. yeah, yeah, yeah. So these things have like there's a there's like rules about ratios, but they're allowed to go above the ratios if they do certain things, right? And so anyway, this 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 one has like. A, one of the worst ones, like, I'd say worst, they're, they're like super slender. They're like this stick, basically. They're one to 26 is the worst one, which is um, it's it's 26 high and one wide type ratio, which is crazy, right? It's like, it's you know, it's it's like, a, a you know, two one and a half thousand feet tall, but only like a kind of um, 100 feet or less than that, like 80 feet at the base. It's like super, super slim. Wow. Um, and obviously they have hardly any space right they it's like, like this this one is obviously 85 stories right but 25 percent of them are mechanical floors with this huge um and they've got this huge pendulum in them as well right which means that that's how they basically stay up these incredibly awfully looking <laughs> unstable looking skyscrapers they have like a mega pendulum in them so if they start tipping to one side the pendulum kind of seriously creeps and yeah, and keeps yeah. them keeps them in place. There's a whole bunch of uh, there's a whole bunch of buildings in uh, I think si Singapore. It's there's like an like 800 a, ton pendulum. Yeah, they they do the same thing. There's like these gigantic pendulums. But hang inside. on, it's hang nuts. on. It, so the, they must they must have a mechanical thing to push this pendulum the other way from the way the building's leaning. Otherwise, it's just going to make it no, worse. No, no. So that's just that's just held by gravity. So obviously, you know, if it starts to lean to one side, the pendulum obviously is still pulled by gravity to correct the building. And so it, it leans it back where it was. It gives it it gives it like because if it's too rigid, it's a problem. So it gives it like the the most efficient flexibility or something. Right. Like but that. hold on. So I've, I've got a structure. Just imagine I know I know Lewis can't imagine pictures in his mind, but you can draw it if you like. All right. Imagine a, re a, rect a rectangle with a pendulum hanging in it. Yeah. The building starts to lean over to the left because of extreme winds. The pendulum is is that not now also so oh, I see what you're saying is that not now yeah, pulling it's it pulling it the wrong way yeah or is it that is it that the downward force of the pendulum helps to because it's independent of the building its main angle is downward yeah no it's it's the downward force if you look at the calculation I think it's like uh, f equals um, g over five two to the power of uh, three 
Um, repeating, of course. Uh, you, okay, you well, find... it's not actually a pendulum. It's called a tuned mass damp, tuned mass damper, a harmonic absorber, um, which is on springs yeah. and has uh, something. It's it's complicated. People, I'm going to read it up. It looks I'm like it. It, up it, right now. it looks in some buildings. Like when you see this thing, it looks like the room in the building that's like the Gozer Shrine. You know, like it just looks. <laughs> fucking crazy yeah like it looks it's it just, just looks insane like like nothing you've ever seen before kind of thing yeah well, they have them in they have them in f1 cars as well pendulums they've got they've got them in a lot of buildings to kind of keep them um the burj al arab oh that's not the one i was thinking of has 11 apparently yeah but yeah this is it's like one which is 730 tons in I think Taipei like in, 101. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tai Tai Taipei, and there's a bunch in Singapore as well, right? It's like really tall buildings in Singapore that where they've they've used the same. I think it's just like the way to do it now, you know? Yeah, it feels like um, so. So anyway, there's 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 tons of these buildings, and they're 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 ludicrous because they're half empty, right? Because people buy them as like a, an investment, right? But 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 like um, almost like. So, for example, these buildings are so they're so thin that you can't buy individual flats. There's no hallways. The elevator opens into the middle of the flat. Um, yeah. Every flat is an entire floor, but some of them are two floors. So that that's quite um, common in the in American apartments is that the elevator opens into like you, that's why you need a key to get to each floor. You don't just push button you know fifteen and you're on. 15th yeah, you floor. go in the like, elevator. You, you go you in the elevator. Press your key, and it takes you to yeah. your house specifically, which feels like hackable. AF. <laughs> um, but I'm Get sure the lock, it's lock lawyer up there. Yeah. Today we'll be breaking into the penthouse apartment of <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> well, that four three two, but that's but that's empty, right? Like a lot of these things are are they're so expensive, but they're also kind of because they're kind of like very robust. They're apparently the idea is that they're more liquid, so people can trade them more to- in a tokenized way, like. Like more, more easily because they're so consistent. What the uh, buildings valued? No, yeah, these, these, um, these, these super rich, super. They're basically just like a form of currency mm. amongst the super rich to be able to just trade up or you know quickly dump a lot of money into property and right. then get it back out again. Kind of, I don't know. I know that. Uh, I mean, a lot of the um, obviously London prior to Brexit, there was an awful lot of, of apartments being built. Uh, especially if you go if you go to Canary Wharf and around that area, yeah. there's all there's like dozens of huge skyscrapers, and like in the East End um, too, right? Like uh, the Docklands. That, that is that is that is, is uh, yeah, that, that's Canary Wharf is in that area in Docklands. So that that's that's East London in general. Um, I mean, the, the further east you go, the shittier it gets, and it's still pretty shitty. But all around that bit, that is essentially around the Jubilee Line and the DLR, that quickly get into the city if you need to, or into. Um, Canary Wharf and all that. Um, those buildings are all luxury apartments, you know, like huge blocks of luxury apartments, all with names that imply that if you live in here, you will be you will be literally a sky king or queen, uh, lording it over everybody else. Those are the, those kind of names. Yeah, like exactly. um, Cloud City for amazing people. You know, yes. uh, that paradise apartments in the in yeah. the in the heaven. That those. It's kind like of having names. it's like having a throwaway thing to mention at a dinner party if you're super rich. It's like oh, where 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 are you staying? I'm staying at the full three two. You know, it's like oh, you know, it's kind of this seen as like this accolade because they're yeah. worth there's so twenty much million, money. thirty yeah. million, and, and they're so consistently valued at that price. But a, but a that, lot of them are bought by foreign investors. Staying at four twenty um, Weed Place, um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and also uh, companies buy these apartments. Oh yeah. So that when they have people over, they can say. 
we'll we'll put you up in our penthouse, you know, and then it helps liquidate the deal a little bit more, lubricate. I yeah. Say. Plus, plus, it's ta tax avoidance is a huge, huge thing, right? So right. a lot of these apparently a lot of these buildings are built here, but then they build like a hundred units of affordable housing in the Bronx or somewhere. And then that way they can avoid paying like a certain amount of tax. And so, you know, the average, if you if you own like one of these mega rich skyscraper, it's almost, cer it's almost certain that you are not going to have to pay any property tax on it at all, apparently. It's like one of these things where, and companies can get away with it as a tax, tax avoid. It's the whole, it's a whole thing where the government have kind of encouraged, you know, housing to be built in the city or in Manhattan. And so as a result, there, there's all these these loopholes that people have exploited in order to build these. And they wouldn't have been built without it. You know, they're, they're these super tall, slender, mental buildings, they look mad. They actually look mad. It's like when you think about it, it's like, why would you build something so with such a small relative floor space? Right. Because it's like compared to like the um, One World Trade Center, mm. the, the, you know, it's obviously this, roughly the same height, but it's got like. One hundredth of floor space or something like that because it's so skinny. Wow! Um, and it's like I feel like the why... skinnier would would be worse because they apparently those big buildings can move by up to a meter and can give people motion sickness near the top end. Um, and that's with the uh, the dampener. Well, a lot of people were saying like because there were a lot of problems with these these buildings that they built, complaining about the dampener and the noise of it and stuff and the springs and whatever creaking and clonking away in the wind. They said it was intolerable. Yeah. But I mean, I, I... like it doesn't make any noise, but it has like a little voice box where it activated. <laughs> dampening activated. Dampening. Dampening. <laughs> and it just keeps repeating itself. Turn that thing off. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> Oh, man. Dampening. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> it's like one time I uh, was in a hotel and slept uh, in like one of the suites that was right next to the lift shaft. Oh, my and it was God. just constant clonking and banging. And I was like, oh, my fuck. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. it was you were just incredibly... mad that the clonking and banging wasn't happening inside your room. Am I right? Definitely. Or else I wouldn't have noticed the clonking and yeah, banging true, of the yeah. uh, lift shaft. Yeah. That'd be such a good flex to put on like TripAdvisor or something, right? Like, I noticed a lot of people complaining about the noise of the elevator. I have to say, I didn't notice because I was having loud sex all night long <laughs> in my hotel room. I couldn't hear anything else because I was in the throes of passion. The suite next to mine would have been even noisier. That would be a good place. Before we continue, I want to thank this week's sponsor, ExpressVPN. Oh. Uh, Sips, PFAX, when you use the bathroom, you always make sure to close the door behind you, right? You don't want random passers-by looking no. in on you. Man, the, the amount of stuff I ate over the holidays, if I didn't close the door, it'd be a, a health hazard to my whole neighborhood after I went. Exactly. So protect yourself, your family, and your neighborhood by installing ExpressVPN. Your ISP knows every single website you visit. Wait, every single one? and do sell this info to ad companies and tech giants incognito on your browser is not enough I just want to say for the record I do not cheat at Wordle I am a, <laughs> I do not have 20th sort of open for Wordle uh, websites okay good yeah uh, I use ExpressVPN on all of my devices I recommend you do too expressvpn.com slash triforce you know your online activity is your business yeah uh, so you can get three months free expressvpn.com slash triforce I recommend it uh, check it out all right, so just just checking uh, my next door group for my area. 
which is always funny. Next door um, is uh, basically like a Facebook group on a separate website called Next Door. I mean, oh, do yeah. these things already <laughs> yes, exist. Yes, 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 Next Door. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the, uh, as I've said previously, there are several several kinds of posts on Next Door that are always there. Uh, whose dog is barking? Uh, whose cat is this? Yeah. I have lost my cat or dog. Uh, has anyone seen those sullen teenagers in the street? What are they up to? Uh, hi, I'm new to the area. Oh, and it seems to be mainly foreigners that do this introduction. Uh, nobody else seems to bother. It always seems to be, hello, my name is, you know, so-so from Poland, and I just want to say hello. And, and so, two people will say hello, and someone will be like, why don't you go back to Poland or something like that? Like, that's next door in a nutshell. <laughs> why don't you go back to I mean, <laughs> It's true. Uh... Warnings, of, warnings of scams is a very popular threat. So yeah. uh, there's one where someone's warning about an Amazon scam. Um, people complaining about the post office or some other public services, or the buses or something is a very, very popular one. Yeah. People complaining about cyclists or electric scooters. People complaining about the bin men. Uh, and that's pretty much I've just I've just loaded it up, and those are multiple of the t the top posts. That feels just like had a call from Amazon. It's a scam. Blah blah blah. And suburban hell. This is it, isn't it? It's basically all the small talk that some local busybody would tell you if yeah. you were stuck with them. It's literally at a bus what stop it is, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's someone here complaining about the parking in this area. It's basically inside the mind of a local Karen. Asshole. Yeah. Typical small-minded shitheads. Yeah. And then there's a, a post about a guy complaining about the complaints. <laughs> he says, I'm going to have to leave this app soon. It has so many people with nothing better to do than moan about utter nonsense. It's like, what else do you put on there? <laughs> he says what it's like having say? not one, but hundreds of these really annoying neighbors who sit at home all day complain about the tiniest inconvenience. I'm starting to. I'm scared to fart now in case I suddenly see a post that has ruined someone's day. <laughs> Hundred and forty <laughs> comments. <laughs> well, that's exactly the case, though. Like, what? How do you make it positive? Like, oh, you should definitely smell the flowers at number nine. And then the person at number nine is going to be like, don't you fucking smell yeah, my flowers. Yeah, get away from my flowers. Yeah, loads of creepy people covered in sniffing my flowers. Then someone's like, saying that like, you cannot win. There is no such that all property is theft. And then it, it goes from there. Uh, the the electric scooters is a is a thing you know you see these around you can hire them uh, with a, I assume with an app and you get on the scooter yeah. and you drive it now I, I, I yeah. do, have you ever used these I have yeah yeah I used one recently I used yeah. uh, I used one in Portugal and uh, feared for my life every time but it was fun <laughs> but it was dangerous as well I, I do have a question uh, I, they're, they're always like at a station somewhere like a docking station where they're charging up you go up I guess you connect with your app and it goes and unlocks one yeah you take the yeah. scooter you ride it off yeah. when you're finished do you just leave it yes no you you have to scan it again say and then you usually have to take a picture of where you've left it to prove that you didn't steal it yes um and so the next person can find it as well yeah but but, but you could just leave them anywhere yeah no you can't you, you can yeah you can't well it depends in Bristol, usually you can't. You have um, to, like even over here now you can only park them in specific places oh yeah um, you can, i mean you, otherwise you could just leave it on the fucking beach some it's people like some problem. places and some people do yeah and what they do is they go around with a van and collect them all up so some people yeah you could get paid to go and collect up all the ones at the end of the day that have run out of charge and yeah. um take them back to the depot so yeah that does happen okay but yeah um it's weird and they, i mean they i reckon they cost so little um you know i think they cost like probably 100 quid max you know to get one made like if they buy them in bulk probably even less 
And, you know, they cost like, I mean, sometimes it's like five or 10 quid for a quick ride on one, at least in my experience. And so, you know, you get 10 people using one and suddenly right. you're in profit for that thing. And, you know, it doesn't matter that they get knackered and lost and so, so here's a here's a here's a question i want to go shopping yeah right I, I come down to bristol in a few months time i decide i want to sure. go shopping find the nearest bank of scooters head up to cabot circus on my scooter because it's it's a fucking schlep getting up there otherwise get to the get to the shopping center where do I put my scooter? There'll be loads of places to stop around. So if you look at your app, it'll tell you on a little map where you can put it. But yeah, like Sip says, a lot of cities, you can just dump it anywhere. Yeah. But again, I think that a lot of cities have their own rules for how these things could operate. But how do I get back? I want to get back. You want to get back? Yeah. So can, I want to save my scooter. Can I just say, I'm parking it here. I will return. No one else take it. Yeah, because if, you know, you can't if somebody that. goes to scan it and it hasn't been checked back in yet, um, the, it'll say on the they app, can't right? Active, yeah, I mean, they can't your, your timer will keep running. Right, you so, can but leave I'd it, be paying. You can leave the, You're still paying You can for leave it, the yeah. timer running. But what if I'm happy to pay? Well, well, well someone might, someone else might grab it and go off on it but because they, it's already activated. Oh, it's because it's already out. So they might nick it. That's my question. So I yeah. would need to park it there and say I'm parking it here. But if I'm in Bristol, I have to park it But if you park place. it at a bank, though, and there's tons of other ones, you just check it in, and then when you come back, you just check out another one. So if I, if I was going to a mate's house... Would I take it inside, and that way I've I've got it, and it's just well, yeah, I think I think so. Again, you'd have to keep the timer running, yeah, um, yeah. which is expensive. Um, so it does fall down if you want to ride back. If you want a one way trip, no, it's got a little stand so it won't fall over. No, I mean it. it I don't mean that she falls down. I mean that's the way that. <laughs> I think you're looking at it. I think you're looking at it from the point of view of like uh, somebody who was born like uh, in and around the '80s who had their own bike and and you know used that as a primary mode of transport for a lot of their life. I, I don't think they're used like that now. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I think it's just like I have to get to like uh, the theater. And I don't oh. care how I get back. Like, I just need to go one oh, way. Uh, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when exactly, we come Exactly, yeah. Okay, all right, I got you. <clears throat> it's not like, you're not like hiring the thing for a day and using it like you would have used your bike, like when you were a kid sort of thing. It's like, you're just using it to get from A to B and then you figure out the rest of it after, I think, is the, yeah, is the way they designed give it. Give it a go. Yeah. Definitely, definitely give it a go. That's my, my tip. Just get on there. Yeah. Give it a give it a little scoot around. Sounds okay. good fun. Because I, I know when go. we were when we were using them in in Lisbon that we we just did the same. It was like, do you want to walk there or oh hang on, there's two scooters here. Let's just take these. And then when you get to where you're going, you just check them in and you're done, sort of thing. Yeah. And then you you know when when it comes time to to go back or go go home or or something, you just figure it out either there's a scooter around or get a cab or walk or whatever you know yeah they, they don't go fast enough for you to really injure yourself if you come off one i mean okay. sure i'm sure you can i'm sure people have died falling off them and get hit by cars and yeah. stuff plenty of times but i mean people ride um, them on the road which i always think is a that there's no difference to me between that and the old people i see on their mobility sort of moped scooter sit down what are they called it's like it looks like a tiny tractor you know those things the mobility scooters i see old people on the road when i was in bournemouth last weekend dropping my mum back after christmas it was like was, a convoy of there was an, <laughs> there a lot but there was an old person on the dual carriageway on this thing <laughs> <laughs> like they will fucking t treat them like a car you gotta be careful not to take a wrong turn just yeah, insane. I'm sure there's been some scooters on the motorways, but God, you don't want to see that. Wait, happening. wait, wait. I, 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 th that's the door. Um, let's do. All right, let's we're going to stop. Oh, you want to stop? Oh, I thought yeah, we, we got to stop. So I've got a meeting okay. at eleven. Oh, okay, fair enough. All right. Well, I'll, I'll come back to you. We'll do it next week. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank, Thank you. For listening. We'll see you next see week. You later. Bye. Bye.